Welcome to the Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. It's our FAFO Monday. Today we have uh, Microcat Genetics, a good guy that's been around in and out of a bunch of different rooms for a long time. It's good to see you, bud. Same with you, man. Good to be here. All right. Nice. Hope everybody had a happy Easter. Happy, happy Easter. Yeah, I had a very relaxing Easter. I didn't do shit. It was nice for once. I played played Rust all day. Nice. Tiniest ate a lot of chocolate and had a great time. So it was a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nothing got lit on fire and nobody died. So it was a good time. (laughs) That's a plus. Any any holiday you can walk away from is a good holiday. Right. Man, I dated I dated a Cuban girl, and there wasn't a holiday that the cops or the ambulance didn't show up. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds like a good, good times. Time. Good times. Yeah. So, where you? What uh, got you into mycology, bud? Well, um, I've always really like growing up here in Florida. I used to get wilds all the time from the cow pastures and. Um, you know, I used to just eat them recreationally and just have fun with them when I was a teenager. And then as I aged and gained wisdom, you know, I started using them more spiritually um, to improve things about myself. Um, and then they actually helped me with some personal issues. So now I'm even more into them. And, you know, especially hearing stories from veterans that I know that microdose and, you know, just all the health benefits. I mean, it's just so, I mean, I've been in cannabis for 12 years. So now moving into mycology, um, I feel like it's going to make a bigger difference. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With everything. Um, I mean, with every part of your life, it'll help you out. Yeah. I mean, just between all the different medicinals and then the actives that help your brain, you know, it's, it's, it really is amazing stuff. Man, I've seen that. Pictures of people going out in Florida and picking some wilds, and they're freaking huge. Like, oh, they're huge, and you can massive. and like man, they, like now unfortunately they put fungicide in a lot of the feed. They feed them tomatoes or oranges or something like that, where it's really acidic. But um, when I was a kid, we used to get trash bags full of them things. Yeah, they just people are like, oh, the wild ones are really tiny. I was like, oh man, I've seen pictures of like dinner plate size freaking. Yeah, they got some big calves, and man, they were potent motherfuckers too. Did you save any of those genetics? I guess say I want some of those genetics. Oh man, yeah. I wish I did. Back then, I didn't. You know, I didn't really know about taking prints and and being able to grow them. You know, I never. I was still a kid, so. I, and I, I, I you know, I was living with my parents. There's no way I would have had space to do any of that crap. So. I remember uh, reading on a forum and just like watching this this uh, picture of his uh, like a picture story of this guy going out there and picking from this egret field. There was a bunch of white egrets out in the field, and he was like, hey, if you're out here in Florida, this is what you want to look for. You know, fill the grass full of a whole bunch of those white egrets and cows. And uh, he's going out there, and man, they're just massive. He's like, oh, look at this one. And he just reaches down and casually picks up one that's like the size of a baby's head. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) what the freaking hell? Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, they're yeah, always really like, pretty. Yeah, there was like had like purple on the outside of it. The, it nice very purple. Like we we used to just call them like because I live in Plant City now, which is where Purple Mystics come from, and like that's basically oh, okay. what I what I grew up eating. I mean, they have like such an intense purple ring around where the uh, veil breaks, 
and yeah. just really purple spores are just they're they're really great fruits. I have some wild Floridas. I just don't have any from Plant City right now. That's cool. You should go find some. I've yeah. been hey, I've been looking, man. Everybody's got empty feet. Like I mean, everybody's feel for everything empty. It sucks. Nah. But that's cool. So what are you what are you kind of focusing on right now? Uh, right now, just still expanding my business. I just uh, I just got my business license and I just made a website. Yep, thank you, thank you. Um, so I've been just been focusing on getting plates and LCs done. Um, but I do I do plan to expand to a mineraless substrate blend, um, with some special ingredients and microbes in there. Um, oh, that's that right. I you think were will do great. You got all kinds of shit lined up. I have a bunch of stuff in the works. I'd like to start doing colonized grain bags, stuff like that too. Um, I just gotta I just gotta kind of organize my schedule a little bit better. Because I am so busy with plates, uh, it takes a lot of my time, you know, just between that and shipping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have a uh, Do you have a cement mixer yet? <laughs> cement? I <laughs> should I wish. <laughs> so uh, I love mine. I push that shit on people like it's fucking mad, right? Um, and <laughs> the, the cement mixer. If you when you do go to buy one from like Harbor Freight or something, buy the goddamn floor model. Do not let them sell you the one in the box. Because it comes in a really, really small box for its size with, like, 200 fucking pieces and, like, some really janky instructions. It's like, <laughs> fabricate an engine mount with the pieces provided. And you're like, what the fuck? So what are you what doing, the... bulk sub in that or what? Oh, dude. I, Jesus Christ, man. So like everything? Would, I, would, I would mix pancakes in that thing if I could. <laughs> like, I, once you get a cement mixer, everything looks like it requires a cement mixer. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> uh, but like bulk substrate, yeah, grain spawn. Because I do grain spawn a little bit different. I'll just do straight grain. I add stuff to it, like chopped straw. I add like uh, perlite, things like that to keep it nice and airy so it doesn't go anoxic at any time. Cool, so cool. You, if you add stuff like airy stuff to your grain spawn, you'll never end up with bacterial contamination. I've never had a bacterial contamination since I made it to where it was airy. Yeah. Um, I've never had it go Fluff, bad. The fluffier, the better. So it's easy. I can either just sit there like at my counter and mix, mix, mix forever, or I can just toss everything in the cement mixer and hit go, and then stare at it mesmerized because it's really cool looking. Um, <laughs> but making substrate in it, oh, it's so fast. It's just dump the shit in there as fast as you can and let it roll, um, and then just dump it out into a big tote, and you're good to go. Uh, yeah, I just been running a couple five gals. Yeah, so much more fun in a freaking so much more fun. And they're cheap, man. They're like two hundred bucks. So or you get a used yeah, one. Yeah, I'll have to like, look into getting into that. Yeah, I get a used one off Craigslist for a hundred bucks. Now yeah, uh, wait, now you you don't sterilize, do you? You uh you pasteurize your shit, right? Michael. Yeah, I do pasteurize. Yeah, I sterilize everything. And the more nutrients you add to stuff, bud, the more you're going to have to get towards sterilizing everything. Um, it's just more chance of contamination because you've right. got more food in the stuff. Yeah, but, so. but when we do real normal stuff other than your goddamn forest floor crazy techs, that worked. Don't get me wrong. It works but, great. Yeah, but you have everything to be sterilized at that point. 
He's like me. He just pasteurizes everything out of bucket deck. Yeah, well, I'm not that fancy. Well, yeah, I'm not that fancy. I just use a fucking <laughs> cement mixer. <laughs> it's so cool. Once you get one, you'll freaking be like, you know what? I could totally do laundry in this thing. And you could. You could totally do laundry in that thing. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, we lost him. Oh, boy. This is going to be fun. <laughs> other things other things we can use cement mixer for. Oh man, there's so many fun things. I'm getting I'm I'm looking for one right now as we speak because I bet oh, sorry about that. I dropped it. off but I got back on. That's all, right. all good. Just we just we've been talking about the alternate uses of cement mixers. Yeah, I don't I don't think this this uh this program likes Android very much. It it does. It does Did you are you dropping it's, off as far as your phone um just going black? It, it this time it just said something about resetting the permissions. I don't know why. Oh, hmm. interesting. Haven't had that one yet. Haven't had that one yet. I know what iPhone <laughs> users that if their phone goes like black, then it, it'll cut off their audio. So that's a that's been a problem with iPhone users. So what do you what are your favorite? Do you have a favorite strain or what are you doing? Well, I mean, obviously, I'm very biased towards Phobos. Um, it's been my baby for a while. I, it, it always packs tubs for me. The potency is always good on it. So, I mean, it's pretty much one of my go tos. But I did just, I have a tub going right now from Jeff Gross, the fungus frequency, um, who did a great job on this Natal Moon cross. Uh, really good so far. Um, nice full tub. Um, so I'm excited about these, uh, these coming up here. And what strain is the one you have coming on now? It's a Nat what? Natal Moon. It's a uh, Natalensis cross with Phobos. Oh, okay. Yeah. By Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Cross did that one. Yeah. I've, I've been really, really happy with his genetics. I just ran his Louisiana Lust, um, that gave me, I think like close to two ounces out of a 20 quart, um, wow. dried. Uh, yeah. And, and they were pretty good. I got, um, I got, I got gnats popping their heads right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, low scores, yeah. And he's gone. Or he put himself on mute accidentally. Uh, which one Possibly. is it? Well, he'll figure it out. Maybe. Will he? <laughs> Only the audience knows for sure. <laughs> in the time we'll just zoom forward yeah I mean if it wasn't if there wasn't something going wrong this wouldn't be our podcast right that's true yeah that's true yeah. what did you do What did you do yesterday for Easter isn't that good uh, uh, I pretty much live streamed that in chat it didn't go well like I just I, I Brother-in-law issues. Oh yeah. well, those are always good. Yeah. He uh, he 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 built a deck. And, uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a decent deck. There's a couple little issues with it, but overall, he could have done. He, he could he could ask for help, but he didn't ask for help. So, did someone get hurt or? <laughs> no, no. At least he hired some dude off of Craigslist or something, and. 
I mean, it, it, it's made of wood and it's sturdy. <laughs> like way sturdy, like the, 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 it's not coming down during the apocalypse, sturdy. Uh, no, that's how I build stuff. My, my stuff is like bombproof. Right. But, uh, I mean, you can walk on it. So that's always a good thing. Uh, well, oh, I see. You, I see ODP in law time. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, my power went out yesterday. I didn't have shit ah. going for a long time. Well, I mean, it's been a minute since I went and hung out with the in laws. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to ODP this and then like shock it a couple beers and then follow it up with a big energy drink. Right. So at least I'll be perky for the shit show. Right. And uh, I mean, it, was, it didn't turn out to be that bad of a shit show. We hung out. I played with the baby. There's a, a new niece. She's like six months old now. Right. And uh, she's super cute. And it was really fun to just maul the living shit out of her. Right. So, yeah, I made her like dance all over the table. And then um, I had a bunch of fun. He's back. There he is. Hey. Yeah, are you using Wi Fi or are you using your internet, like? Your service service. I'm I'm on my social cell service, honestly. My uh, Wi Fi is a little wack because I'm in the hood, so I can use it now. Huh. Huh. See, Android sucks. <laughs> it, it could be that or it could just be I'm in the low income area, so they don't they don't give a shit about us out here. No, I just like to talk shit because Farrell's always talking shit about my Apple. Yeah, apples are for kids. Apple's <laughs> definitely a kid phone. I just hate how Apple monopolizes everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their new cable, you only buy it from them. And I think they're actually having to do the next one out to be a USB C. I don't think they're allowed to do their weird little lightning cable anymore. Yeah, really? this last time I could still hear you guys, but I couldn't. I guess you guys couldn't hear me. Nope, couldn't. Yeah, we just started, we just started bullshitting. We, we, the show must go on. <laughs> but, no. So. Yeah. Well, you two are great hosts, so. Yeah. Well, we try. Oh, we try. well. It's more like bullshitting for us. This is what we do if you weren't here. So yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just bringing somebody in to go ahead and talk. If it, wasn't being, if it wasn't being recorded, it would be a lot more abrasive. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's saying that a little lightly. But, but, yeah. a, there would be a lot more swearing. We're already there. Like the the reason that we can't uh, we we can't get any sort of sponsors is the amount of fucks per minute, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the, the FPMs, it's right. It's not. The it's FPMs. not Easter anymore. We can say fuck all we want. Right. The FPMs are quite high. <laughs> yeah. We're like the so. Okay, so how big are these mushrooms in Rod Jeremy units? All right, the RJUs? All right, yeah. The RJ, um, the, um, they so definitely broke the 100 ground club. Oh, nice. So that's we half RJU. New, <laughs> we, we came up with a new way to uh, measure things because uh, we couldn't, people can't visualize shit anymore because they don't teach shop in class. God damn. And so, uh, yeah, we lost it again. Yeah. So, uh, we measure stuff in Rod Jeremy units. RJUs. RJUs. And now we also have a new one with our FPMs. FPM fucks for Yeah. I guess that could be that could be a measurement of speed. Yeah. FPMs. How many fucks did I give? 
<laughs> well, it could. Be, I guess it could be measured of state of mind is FPM. Is state yeah. emotional <laughs> state of mind is an FPM measurement. Nice. Yeah. Well, so on a well, scale of one to ten, how many FPMs are here? Yeah. <laughs> this is. We'll, we'll definitely standardize this. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. We should make a shirt that has like the RJUs and the FPMs and all the different oh, measurements. It's like the, like the FACO thing with the graph. The F- yeah. yeah. The FPMs least, go up at higher. Three per minute at least. Like at, yeah. at the minimum. Well, if I'm not saying fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck when I start and wake up in the morning, it's just not enough. <laughs> so are you doing, uh, are you doing agar that's, uh, are you just doing like MEA or are you doing anything special with your, your Uh, Well, I've actually been using Matt with tree digs for a couple of years now. We've been buddies for a while. So uh, I've, I've helped support him since his start. Um, it helps save me time as well. Um, and he runs an MYPA uh, recipe. I love Peptone. Yeah, Peptone yeah. I use kid. it in my LC as well. I, I, I run a little bit of LME. A little bit of peptone. Nice. I've done. A, I found that if I run a um, like a light malt extract, that sometimes I'll end up with the protein in the bottom, and uh, so I've filtered that before out. But uh, it's pretty easy to do. I just take like a, a funnel, like a glass funnel, and shove it full of cotton, and then just pour it through. And it, it just yeah. It I, I run such a light. I, I run one gram LME. Peptone for 600 ml of water. I mean, it, it leaves me no sediment. You know, I throw it on the stirrer, let it mix up, but uh, it leaves me no sediment after that. And, and uh, are you, are you a con- eats it all up. Are you a constant stir or are you a let set it and forget it and just stir every couple of days? Uh, uh, I'll stir it every couple of days. All right. Yeah, I let I, I let it bundle up at the bottom for a few days, and I'll mix yep. it up, and then I'll let it re re recolonize down there, and then and then before I draw it up, I'll I'll throw it on the stir for a couple minutes. I do yeah, LCs I like only only when they're necessary. I love LC, man. I mean, it's nice, but like LC, yeah, or, or when you're doing when there's bulk shit involved, and you want, yeah, and then you know, like once it gets a little older. Starts growing on top. I'll, just, I'll I'll grind it up a little a little harder just to get it back into the mix. But I mean, besides that, I tend to let it do its thing. Right. I, yeah, I, I've learned. Good. You know, the longer I've done this, I learned the more you kind of try to do its thing. I had a I had a what do you call it? A, a lion's mane uh, liquid culture that I forgot about for a long time. And the thing grew like this crazy coral, like all the way up to the top of the jar. Right. Oh, dude, the, I had the, I get the lion's mane all the t- all the time in the plates. You ever notice that? It yeah. always wants the it always wants the fruit. Like fuck where it is. If it's yeah. got moisture, it want, it's gonna fucking start to fruit. So, so. Well, anytime it gets exposed to anything that look like resembling air, it's gonna expose. Right. It's gonna. So if that's on a plate. Or if that's in a bag, it's going to try to fruit. Lion's mane's a beast. It's real wispy until it gets right there ready to fruit. Then it all whitens up real crack and it shoots uh, yeah. out freaking how many, how many times have you gotten the phone call or the text or the picture? Is this contaminated with the lion's mane because it looks like cobweb yeah, mold? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, that's normal. It no, looks, that's normal. Yeah. 
super wispy, and then all that it just boom gets real thick all of a sudden, and then fruits. Yeah, and then boom, <laughs> I get yep. my nice little tennis ball nom noms. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd say that probably. Uh, I'd say cubes are probably harder to grow than domestics, than like gourmets. Gourmets. Well, they're all the same. Once you get once you get your your tech down, I mean that. The, but the bad that's what's pissing me off. And I don't I don't I don't want events. But the way things are going now, people have something set up. They want to do it one way, and they're all set. And then they see a fucking video, and the whole two days that you've spent with them doing shit, and now they see a video. This guy is using fucking, you know, he's using cat shit. And fucking and squirrel and squirrel netting with um with some bark from a tree facing north and his growth is great. And now all of a sudden yeah. that needs to be in their grow. So now just just let it happen. Like, once people are like getting successful, like they need to stick with it until they're consistently successful before right. they try something else. But then once they're consistently successful, I strongly encourage them. To try new shit. The fuck Don't right. just you want you always yeah. want to add shit to the repertoire. Last thing you want to yeah. fucking do is is go into senescence yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There might be something that works super good for them that they they haven't played with yet. Yeah, plus your yeah, and it's 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 different all across the country too. You know, yeah, oh, like growing conditions. Yeah, the environment is it makes a big deal. Yeah, it's humid as hell here, like most of the time. So uh, it. You know, I don't have to really worry too much about the crazy evaporation or anything like that. Uh, just like, you know, kind of like Florida, uh, you have to kind of stimulate that evaporation by with the fanning more to get that, you know, to, to introduce fruiting. Whereas, yeah. you know, a lot of places they have to run, uh, they they can run uh, totally modified tubs and be get that evaporation. Whereas we just, it's better if I run an unmodified tub. So, yeah, like even here in Florida, I got I got a mist if it, you know, whenever yeah. tubs. Well, yeah, the yeah. evaporation and the fucking fresh air, the movement is what's uh, is what I think is key. They they that's what they think is it's time. Those windows, shit, we gotta get them spores ready. So. Yeah, yeah, it's all about that surface condition, you know. When they start nodding, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. I. I I, I I mean as of now I do a, a hybrid system with bags and totes depending on the strain and blah blah blah. I'm getting ready to go back to totes only because I'm I really 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 miss looking at that canopy, canopy. looking yeah. at my canopies. I mean don't get me wrong, I, I I pull shit out now that looks like what was this one I had? It was a purple mystic that looked like a fucking fairy tale fucking castle of mushrooms in fucking Dungeons and Dragons. You pull, you pull the top off, and it's like, oh, and shit. But, you know, it's nothing compared to looking at a fucking 56-quart tub, you know, six inches deep of awesomeness, you know? Have you ever tried uh, using the bubble wrap method to get it all to fruit at once? Oh, yeah. Like you put I that never have. The microclimate going all the way across? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen people that. do it, like, Aluminum, like you know, all different kinds of stuff. Yeah, like even like parchment paper or yeah. And the thing got to watch out with the parchment paper is if it touches the, the parchment paper touches 
um, the actual cake, the mycelium will start to eat through the parchment paper. So when you try to pull that off and check the mic, yes. So you can't yeah, have to be good parchment paper. Yeah, you have to be careful with that. I mean, Relax. Okay, I, I usually try to get, I usually honestly try to get to get like the non-bleached fucking more natural shit just because I'm kind of hippie, I use, so. I use uh, just just some shitty fucking bubble wrap. I don't even remember where it came from. I think it came from some Amazon package. Oh, yeah, you know, any stuffing, <laughs> any stuffing. Dude, I've got, yeah. I do more projects with shit left over from Amazon than it was anything else. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I just sprayed it down like, like a box. Just sprayed it down with ISO, kind of like let it dry in front of a fan, and then yep. put the ISO sprayed dried part down, and then just jit like missed my substrate, and then gently placed that down. And then uh, what'll happen? It, we're on speaker. Yeah, you but, got your speaker on now or somebody. What'll happen is that creates a crazy microclimate that I can then take and wait, and you'll see like crazy painting go everywhere, and they can just peel that up and off, and it leaves a great little cool little hexagon pattern. But uh, you just get tons and tons of fruit all at once with that. Oh yeah, I mean, well that fall. I mean, it's a perfect thing. It keeps the keeps the carbon dioxide right at the surface level, but because of that little area there. The microclimate is so perfect; they have no choice but to fucking pin like a motherfucker. It's like yeah, that's. But honestly, if your field capacity is right, and you've waited the twelve days before fucking with it, if you're able to control your fucking dick beaters long enough <laughs> from opening that hit lid, and you and you see that perfect diamond fucking pattern of fucking beautiful crystals all on the top. You know it's going to work perfect anyways. Because once you start both fanning that down, you're in like Flynn. <laughs> Y'all ever tried to grow like grass seed in in like purple like grow on purpose and then like make your substrate and then maybe like throw some ryegrass seed or something on top of it? I, I don't cat like, grass. Yeah. But that's it. How'd that work? Interesting. Oh, it worked great. Yeah, that shit grows like wildfire. Cats love to chew on it. Well, I was just thinking, right. like, because like the ones I've seen out in the wild are way fucking bigger than, or like they're meatier than the ones that we grow in in tubs and stuff. You know, like well, you got to remember ones those that we... ones that you see outside. Their fucking tub is the fucking size of a swimming pool. Well, remember? the ones I, get, I got out of the, the ones I used to get out of my compost pile. They were like solid, like damn near like they were made of wood, you know. Uh, like, well, that's like the sun. That's the sun yeah. doing that. Because if you grow them in, in your windowsill, yeah, if you grow them in the windowsill, they're gonna be fucking thick as fuck as well. So it's got to be the sun. Huh. It's not, yeah. That's interesting. I thought it was maybe something to have to do with the grass, kind of like morals, or like, uh, you know, they oh, have the mic- mycorrhizal. Yeah, yeah. I figured maybe it was something to do with that. I was gonna like, I was gonna faffle the shit out of it and see what happens. Just like, well, I think, I think if you had it set up with um the the grass, you would make for a perfect microclimate as well, because that you're basically making the same thing as a bubble wrap. Because if the grass is growing, I think the problem would be if you put the grass in a tub and it started to grow, it might start eating 
they might start competing for nutrients. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try this shit. I'm going to take... Have you seen, like, how you make microgreens? Like, you put a bunch of grass seed down and then... Oh, I've done it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. it all the time. So I'm going to make, like, a... Yeah, I'm going to make, like, a mat of grass. It's, like, just, like, one layer of seeds thick, you know? So it's, like, real thin. And I'm going to wait till it gets about, like, two inches tall to plop it down on top of the freaking toad and see if the if the mushrooms will grow up between it, like, up through the grass. Right. Like, Yeah, it's a, that'd be cool. Maybe, maybe it'll maybe it'll, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But, uh, I think you might want to have Yeah, or or do your tub and then put a casing layer when your ten days is up. Then come through with a casing layer of fucking the grass mix. Afterwards. That's what I was gonna say. Like live grass. Yeah. Yeah. Case it with live grass, like Just sod. Like, like kind of exactly. Sod like a little. No, I'm not gonna add the dirt and nasty shit from outside. I'm doing a sterile like. You but know, a sterile sod. You you can think of do with the cocoa core fucking uh they come in carpets. Yeah, that'd be pretty you, cool. You, yeah, you could do that and put that right on top. But you know, I wonder if it'd be good to like plant clove in there because plant clove is a is a natural nitrogen fixer. So it'll help it'll help with the nitrogen and the and substrate. Like clover or clove is in the, the spice clove. Like clove, yeah. Or, oh shit. Is it because like clover's fucking that clove's not a, I mean it's a plant, but it's not it's like a yeah, clove's a big ass maybe big uh, ass. it must be clover then, yeah. Yeah. Is it something gonna... they plant like you know over over the top of the soil just to short? Yeah, that'd be uh, clover. Yeah. Clover yeah. probably work pretty good. Clover's a clover's pretty cool stuff. I wonder if so somebody out there's gotta have tried it. But every time yeah, I'm gonna about... I'm gonna play around with some azomite some alfalfa meal and a few other things that I'm not going to oh. mention, but they'll be competing with Dr. Mike. I know I know what's in Dr. Mike now, so I'm going yeah. to replicate it um, without manure and then add some additional nutrients and uh, see how that comes out. Yeah, the alfalfa, alfalfa meal, we use that all the time. Uh, yeah, that's, some, that's a great night. It's yeah. great for nitrogen. It's it's really good. And then I got some yeah. char to play with, too. Yeah, we use that. Uh, we use that like in the form of because uh, as it breaks down, it turns into tricantinol, which is a massive growth stimulant. Um, anything alfalfa as it breaks down or is fermented naturally, it turns into tricantinol, uh, and that's one of those special ingredients that they use in organic farming to get bigger and better fruits. Works out Dude, really, I really want, well. I really want to get into that organic via the organic. Just uh, veg- vegetation stuff outside. That's gonna be. Oh, uh, it's so easy. It's just bury everything. Like if you if you food stuff that you instead of composting it, I see people try to compost everything and then oh we're gonna turn it into compost. You're gonna you're losing most of the carbon and the nitrogen to the air. Like it's like where does it go? The microbes eat it. No, nah. it goes away. It goes in the air. Atmospheric carbon and atmospheric <laughs> nitrogen. But if you bury the food items or stuff in the ground, then you plant over the top of it, it works so much better. Like, we use dead animals all the time in farming and gardening. Like, just not just, like, dead fish, but, like, squirrels, uh, the neighbor's annoying cat. Yeah, I can imagine uh, that would be great. Yeah. Probably homeless people. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, they're full of drugs. They're not organic. <laughs> Far from organic growing, Farrell. Yeah. 
But like we just we shoot pigs like feral hogs like a bunch of them and plant trees over the top of them. Works great, man. Like some of the fastest growing apple and pecan trees ever grown over a dead hog. But are you the one that yeah. I saw that fucking grew a fucking plant on top of a dead donkey? <laughs> grew a, what did they grow on top of a dead donkey? A donkey that, that buried a hole. It was like a, you, you threw the dead donkey and then you planted a tree on top. I thought it was you. Maybe not. It was probably me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds oh. it sounds it sounds feral enough. I mean, okay. Man. So I have a donkey story about how the donkey, how his, this particular donkey died. So stupid fucking donkey was a total jackass, right? It was on the fucking farm, the old farm, and. uh well, we got these donkeys for free, okay? Because right. they were part of this, like, wild burrow, wild donkey freaking, like, relocation program. But they were paying okay. you they were paying you quite a bit of money to take a fucking, like, some donkeys. You got paid, like, $2,500 if you promised not to murder the donkey and let it just <laughs> run around and let it run around on your ranch, right? And right. so I was like, sure, send us, like, fucking a dozen of them sons of bitches. And so, you know... Cool, pay off the truck. Well, anyway, uh, so we got these donkeys, and they just like doing their fucking thing. Well, this was out in the oil field, and the donkey would get like the the male donkeys when the females were in heat would get like super aggressive, like chase your truck down, start fights with the bulls, like like super aggressive. This one fucking donkey started a goddamn fight with a pump jack. Does everybody know what a fucking <laughs> What a fucking pump jack is like the is there, big is oil. There, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, this thing. This is a big pump jack for a well that's really deep. So we're talking like the weights of the pump jack are probably a ton each, right? And they're going around in circles, and the the, the head's going up and down. Start a fight with the goddamn pump jack, got his head cut the fuck off by the weights coming around. And uh, it was like, it was like we see the donkeys like run up and kick the pump jack. And then, like, run away. They come back and try to bite the fucking pump jack. And he stick his head in there. The weights came around. Just tug his head. Clean the fuck off. So, could have happened to a nicer animal. Could have happened to a nicer donkey. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so we just drug it over and dug a hole and put a fucking tree over the top of it. Donkey apples. Dapples. Yeah, I've I've seen those things where you can become like a tree where you put you get put in this little like orb thing and they like put a tree tree in there and you just become a tree. Anybody that eats the fruit that grows off of my body, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You turn me into an apple tree. (laughs) Why does this apple give me a rash? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got an itch. I need another fucking apple. Need an apple. Come on, get some. This apple tastes like amphetamines. <laughs> how do they get? How do they? How do they? How do they cut my apple with fentanyl? It's a, it's a, it's a mantle. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I guess that's what's in fapple. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they make Fago. That's how they make Fago. <laughs> well, we were trying to. This this was Michael Ketchum and everybody. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't fuck with the fentanyl no more. No, don't fuck with you. Don't, don't do, don't do drugs. That's one thing that mushrooms have helped me with big time. I quit cigarettes and a lot of other bad habits with mushrooms. So it's one thing I give them credit for. Well, it's one of the many reasons I became a vendor. Well, the, the, the I like. Best... A... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I, I find that the, the mushrooms just make it so I can stand other people. <laughs> right. Man. How, it helps with that too, man. It, it really, every time you do them, it really is a soul case. <laughs> so, what are you? What are you going towards wanting to sell? And are you going to be doing this primarily in Florida, or? Yeah, so I'm I'm based out of Florida. Um, I don't really have any plans of moving anywhere anytime soon. I love it. I love it where I'm at. So I think I'm gonna stick around. Um, you know, I I have a lot of a lot of things in mind. Um, you know, substrate blend, uh, colonized bags. I'm gonna start selling swabs again, and you know, any anything I grow that drops prints, I'll I'll take some prints. Um, you know, I can finally start opening up to the international community. So now I'll have time to go on a weekday so I can make it to the post office and, and get international orders out. Um, you know, I got my website, mycocatgenetics.com, um, my Instagram, mycocatgenetics. Well, it's, yeah, mycocatgenetics underscore official. Well, mycocat underscore genetics underscore official. It's like my 16th fucking Instagram. Um, <laughs> it sucks, dude. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, I just been, I just been focusing on that. You know, my Discord is has been has been really good. I got a great family going on there too, as well. So, um, I'm I'm pretty satisfied where I'm at. I left Facebook. I'm done with all that drama. So yeah, I never use Facebook anymore. They're just like, yeah, it's so clicky, man. It's ridiculous. Not only that, but there's just people that their whole life revolves around facebook and even if they like you they're not going to tell you but if they don't like something they're going to tell you that no matter what i, I mean yeah. i've had so many people i came up with just like flip a shit on me when i became a vendor and they they say they were vendors as well and it's just like what the fuck dude like come on well, what's what's what the community's all about has florida is florida gone decriminalization yet no, I I looked. I actually talked to a lawyer, and I was looking into starting a nonprofit to try to get some things rolling. And lost it. Damn it! Yeah, it's got to yep. be his service because he kind of like fades in and out and fades in and out. Yeah, I think. Well, I think he's using um some kind of a um a watch. What am I trying to say? Like a um, Bluetooth headset? Yeah, I think so because maybe it's not charged. It's just that's it's like beeping to tell him it like needs to be charged or something. Yeah, it's possible. You can just disconnect it and talk to it like a regular phone. I that's why that's what I told him to do on the chat earlier. So it's maybe we couldn't get him to work. Fuck it. So um, yeah. So about this. Uh... <laughs> Oops. Yeah, uh, lost him for a second. He'll go back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. No, um, that's about it. Oh, I got to go to. I got to go today with the uh, the guy who's doing the uh, the survey for the land for the the new property. Right. I got to go out there to get the land officially resurveyed. So 
that's going to happen here in about two hours. Now, did, you... did they give you a water table and everything else with that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't know why it keeps like going in and out. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. Android. Android. At product. least, at least it's letting me like come back out and connect right back in. So that actually sounds better. This so. time it, it sounds like we're using a, a shitty Bluetooth or something. Last time. No, I've I've been talking on the phone just like it's like I'm on a telephone call. Oh, all right. Huh. It's got to be service in the area then. Yeah. Because it's well, kind of like. Yeah, every out. every once in a while it kind of goes funky. Hmm. Again, hood life, you know. You do. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so you were talking about starting a nonprofit, and then your lawyer said to oh yeah yeah it, you know he said it was so expensive so I'll, I'll you know we have a fundraising channel and I'm looking into like maybe if Decrim Florida has a has a branch here but you know I, I kind of want to do the whole state not just you know local localities like they prefer to do but I mean you got to start somewhere and. You know, anything would yeah. help. So I, I'm just trying to find a good a good Florida uh, program to donate to. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, if you're doing, uh, are you doing gourmet as well, or are you doing just actors? I've been really wanting to get into gourmets and paintings. It's just finding the time is the problem. Um, I do want to grow some medicinals, though, for my uh, girlfriend's dad. Um, He's not in the best of health right now, so I think some of the stuff I could grow would help him out a lot. Um, dude, dude. But besides besides that, yeah, I mean, like, I would love to start offering gourmet cultures and stuff. I'm just not very well versed in it yet, so I don't really want to, you oh, know. I, I have a lot of great gourmets from Jeff, but I just, I don't want to start selling them if I don't really well, know anything well, about well, them. I appreciate you not getting genetics, but you know what? I just got a fucking LC. I want to make 35 LCs and sell all these <laughs> online. Because yeah. it happens so often, people just doing shit they don't know what they're doing, but they're throwing it out there like they're a fucking wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, I mean, I have so money. much stuff that I offer. I, I, I can't say that I've grown every single strain that I have, but the ones that I haven't grown, they're they're ones from like Walmart that I know are legit. Right. Yeah, he's good. Uh, if you but, do, if you do a gourmets though, the money in gourmets is in cut and grow kits. Um, cut and grow kids yeah that's one one thing i did want to do like when i do start offering substrate is maybe cooking up some grain bags and offering grain bags a couple of shoe boxes a bag of sub and an lc of their choice you know as like a little starter kit so that way you got everything you need to go ahead and run your first dub or your whatever dub if you don't have the time for the other other stuff you know dude i actually had someone say the other day that grew all in one bags can't be used for grow for gourmets. Yeah, they can. I use them all I, the time. I, 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 I know, but I'm, I'm telling you, this is the kind of stuff that is out there now. These people, are, they're like, they're like, you can't, you grow all in one with grow bags. I'm like, listen, I'm like, no, it's and, so and easy. My, my first twenty minutes in the morning is answering questions for people that learn something that contradicted common sense. And well, I'm glad people are too afraid of me to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like all-in-one bags? I've never even tried one. Oh, I've I, I've made them for years and years and years, and that was the easiest thing. 
and I still make them on well, special orders for, for friends. Is is it? Uh, it's super super fucking easy. How I do it, and let, let me tell you how I do it: is I put my substrate down at the bottom. I see people do it all different ways, but I put my substrate down at the bottom, and then I you know drop the bag a couple of times, pack it down a little bit, and then I put like a couple of handfuls of dry like um, aspen or uh, newspaper or newspaper or something like that down and then i put my you know hydrated grain up on top of it um and then i just you know fold it down and pc the whole damn thing because i sterilize everything and what that what the dry newspaper or the dry aspen does is it makes sure that it doesn't become too wet like your substrate doesn't give up a bunch of water to the grain your grain doesn't give up a bunch of water to the two it also keeps them kind of divided so you can kind of squish and break up the upper half without screwing up the bottom half I see people yeah. put the grain on the bottom all the time, but then how are you going to squish it up, right? Without like doing like a little bit Getting of Getting sub all up in there, yeah. Yeah. So the, the two layers, everything is going to be eaten by the gourmet anyway. It doesn't give a shit if it's fucking newspaper, Aspen, or anything like that. But, uh, you know, and then I just, I would just sell them a, uh, a kit, which would be an all in one bag, a liquid culture, and like, a, a couple of freaking al- al- uh, alcohol wipes. And that's fucking it. Like, I would just be like, you're going to just stab through. You're going to wipe it with alcohol, stab straight through the bag, and just give a little squirt on like three different sides uh, in the grain portion. And then put a piece of tape. Uh, oh, I'd send like stickers, like little smiley face stickers or some shit like that. And then like, you're going to put the sticker over the hole you just made. That's fucking it. Anybody, anybody, people would buy them for their grandma in the nursing home. Just so they'd have something to fucking grow and do. And uh, because it's so stupidly simple. When it's done, all they have to do is just roll it around on the table a few times, tip it end to end, and they're done. And uh, then they just leave it the hell alone until it all turns completely white and then wait one more fucking week. And then just cut yeah. a couple of holes, then just cut a couple of holes in it and it grows. But uh, the most popular thing with the gourmets is like the cut and grow bags where it's all you've done all the work and uh all they have to do is literally poke a freaking hole and grow it and uh that uh that anybody does that primarily you end up with instagram you know stay-at-home moms love that shit soccer moms love that shit (laughs) anybody crunchy type people love that crap because it's it's literally just just I would take a, a marker and just mark on the bag a little X right here. You're just literally going to cut the fucking X. That's it. Don't cut anything else. Just cut the freaking X. It may, or I, I started I went from the X to a like a kind of a, a three sided box where so the flap would hang down naturally. You know, so like the, the top part of the box is connected to the bag still. Yeah. So you just cut down the two sides and across the bottom. A shitty so flap. I started, yeah, a shitty flap. So the flap would just fall down and keep the microclimate, but the mushrooms would grow and push the flap up and out of the way. And I would just be like, all right. And then when it's done, I would tell them, add a table, a couple of tablespoons of freaking water, tape the bag closed, and in that spot, turn the bag 180 degrees, cut another little, the same little freaking design on the other side. And fruit that side. You can fruit all six sides of the bag. And uh, oh, that's a great they, idea. Yeah. And uh, they would. You'd have people. You know, you'd sell your like. What was I had like 
three pound cut and grow bags and they were like 45 bucks a pop. And I, I sent them in this cute little, uh, I bought this, a bunch of these boxes off Amazon that look like little kid lunch boxes, like a Happy Meal box, right? And so I folded up a little Happy Meal box and inside of it had a couple of stickers, the little bag was inside there and it, they were sturdy. So they shipped really well. Uh, they were like, uh, you know, I guess uh, six by three and a half, three by like three tall. And so it fell underneath like the $8 shipping for flat rate for the USPS. If it fits, it ships. Yeah. And uh, so they pulled out and had this neat little thing that they could take pictures with and put on Instagram, take it outside of the box, set it on the box, and it would hold it really nice and pretty, and they could just rock and roll with it from there. And the cut and grow kits, I maybe had a dollar twenty-five in material. Most of that was the the box and the stickers, and the rest of it was just uh, you know substrate, which was seventy percent hardwood fruit pellet, or hardwood pellet, thirty percent alfalfa pellets, and that's it. And uh, I was selling maybe two hundred of those, and and every week, you know. So Damn. yeah, they 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 go like crazy if you have the time. You definitely need a cement mixer. If you're gonna play with, I, them. yeah, it's the problem. Is I don't have a cement mixer, so I do them all by hand. So, but oh, I dude, them. I hate mixing that much. So the hardwood pellets, when they get hydrated with the alfalfa, it makes me fucking itch. I don't know if it's like I use gloves, dude. No, no, it's, it's no, it's it's yeah, they're like tiny micro splinters or some shit. Yeah, but the, so I just. Man, it's so much easier. I don't even hydrate. I hydrate them in the cement mixer. So I'm not hydrating it and then adding it to the cement mixer. I throw all the dry pellets in there and then just pour boiling water in there until they're fucking done. Right. So. No. Yeah. I, mean, like, really I, I, I don't, I don't make the, I don't make the bags anymore and have them sit for people to order them. They're all, I, I, I make them as they come in because I know if I have a hundred, I'm gonna sell ten, but if if I don't have any, I'm going to sell a hundred, and I just have to I have to stay up for three days to make them. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I, I had a whole ton of them, and then they would they would sit there for a while, and they would, it would people would buy them in spurts. Like right. one week, I would I would I'd sell two hundred. Like I just sold a bunch of substrate. I had a dude that was a a friend of the the family's walk in and goes like, "Hey, I saw this stuff on Instagram, and I want to try to grow some mushrooms." And I was like, okay. He's like, you still write, you still making substrate? I was like, not really. He's like, could you make me some? I was like, do I have to? Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I whipped him up like one batch. I guess it was like eight bags and uh, eight big fucking bags. And uh, it took like 15 minutes. It's just a matter of, I've lost, I, I had to break out so much shit I had put away in storage to get it done. Right. And it was, I'm like, ah, can you just order it from this guy? He's my friend. I tried to send him to you. Yeah, ah, nice. <laughs> but he's like, oh, man, just show me how it's done. I was like, all right, well, pay attention. Write this down because I'm only going to say it once. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, think this is, a, this is the last time, I swear. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll make my own substrate and stuff again once once we move. But Because uh, I want to start growing, doing the cut and grow gourmet kits again. They're just too yeah. profitable. Yeah. They're just they they sell too well locally. 
and, and go taking them to the farmer's market where we sell our produce anyway. Right. And just having that as one extra item. And they just, it, it brings people in when you have that, that cut and grow kit that's literally just throwing mushrooms out sitting on the table and going, hey, you want to grow those pink oysters? Ha ha, you can. And then I got to be able to do is pull the trigger out of spray bottle a couple times. Yeah, if that. Like, yeah. it's it's so humid here that no need. Right. They do. They could just cut the flap and be good. They just have to add a couple of tablespoons of water to it when they tape the flap back down. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's. I'll do. I'll be doing that again. But it's just way too profitable to leave it on the table. Right. But so. What else is going on? Let's see. <laughs> he's had he's been having problems. We'll have to let him come back on again. Yeah, when he when he gets a computer or something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he never has issues when we're on Discord talking, so I don't know what's going on. Well it's we've never had real issues with connections before on this thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Armageddon, it's apocalypse. But uh, I don't know. Speaking of apocalypse, the whole freaking bricks thing is going to be a goddamn nightmare. Yes, that's you know. But like I said, I hope I hope it happens. I mean, every, it it's just a cycle. It happens every time. You know, once once just once the gold is no longer once once your money is no longer backed by something, you know, it loses its value. What well, you see what Texas is doing? What are they doing now? So Texas is fixing to issue its own currency backed by gold. Awesome. Yeah, Texas is issuing its own digital currency. So it's like its own Bitcoin, but it's like going to be like called Freedom Dollar or whatever the, the freedom fuck. Freedom Dollars? That's what, that's, that's what, isn't that what the U.S. dollars are called now, Freedom Bucks? <laughs> well, it's gonna, I don't, I don't know, I'm not 100% sure what they're going to call it, but it's, it is backed only by gold, nothing else. Um, and uh, they're going to use that. You're going to be able to pay all debts in Texas with it. So uh, it's pretty neat. They're just like, hey, dollar sucks. And uh, Texas is like, yeah, we're going to do our own fucking thing. So awesome. Yeah. Texas. That's it. Yeah. Well, everyone's. <laughs> well, you know, the Texas just like saw what was going on with the whole bricks thing, which is fucking. Honestly, terrifying if you actually understand what's going on. Yeah. Is it your money is toilet paper at that point in time? Well, it's pretty much toilet paper right now. I don't think people really get it. Is it like BRICS is so BRICS is uh, for people that haven't been paying attention. It's Brazil, Russia, India, and China, and South Africa who have gotten together and decided that they will no longer accept American dollars for any trade item. And then in order to buy something from them, you had to you have to you trade it in currently, right at this time, their nation's money. So before that, what used to happen is that if we wanted if China wanted to buy something from us, they would have to buy it with dollars. If we wanted to buy something from China, we would buy it with dollars. Right. Um, And now if we want to buy something from China, we have to convert our money to to yuan or yuan or whatever the hell they're calling it today. And then. but then China won't or isn't accepting American dollars at all. They're not trading with it. They're not using it. Nobody is. Well, Saudi Arabia and a whole bunch of these other countries are jumping on with BRICS as well. And Canada and Mexico are also talking about jumping on with BRICS. 
Well, how many so, of those people actually owe America money? So uh, you a lot of want, them. yeah. So when you go ahead and you bankrupt the people that you owe money to, you don't owe them money anymore because they don't fucking exist. Well, so, BRICS is looking to uh, they're going to make their own currency as well, and yeah. they're going to only trade in that kind of like how. Uh, which will leave just uh, basically United Kingdom, England, uh, most of Europe, uh, Japan and stuff as far as that is is going to be part of G7 still, right? Well, with with BRICS is now the, the world's largest uh, economy by GDP. They are 32.5% of the global economy is now tied up in BRICS with just the original BRICS people. So, and that puts the United States and the dollars of the G7 is now uh, at 30.5%. So they're now dominating and they can, because of that, they can, they basically control world trade. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty sketchy as if, it ever, if the world trade goes, you know what, the dollar is no longer the vessel of world trade, then, and the, then the dollar is no longer good outside of American borders. And mo- our fiat currency uh, is based off of everybody owing us money and our debt. So yeah. if it's not worth anything to anybody else anymore, in order for us to buy something from China or Mexico, we had to trade the dollar for the peso or the yuan or whatever the hell else. Uh, our money's just not worth anything. It, it, it'll be like a, a Venezuela-style collapse. It'll uh, it'll be cheaper to burn the dollar bills than buy firewood at that yeah. point. At that point in time, that's when we that's when everyone's going to realize that the government no longer has the gold in Fort Knox that they keep promising it's in there. I think they have gold certificates in there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. They, they're you're, they're going to open it up when everyone says, "Okay, well, we need to redo the currency or something," and they're going to open up that Fort Knox, and it's going to be full of IOUs. You know, it's going to be like yeah. fucking dumb and dumber. You know, well, a lot of it is <laughs> a lot of it is actually gold certificates and IOUs. Like uh, Switzerland, there uh, used to have a bunch of money, a bunch of gold in uh, the American uh, system. They had basically uh, loaned, like not loaned. What's a good word to it? They had, we had, we had ownership of the Swiss gold, but we were borrowing money off based off of it. Right through some sort of stupid fractional reserve crap. Well, back and I think it was like 2014 is uh, that uh, Switzerland repatriated all of their gold back, and it, it was a huge percentage. It was like 30 some odd percent of what we had left, and uh, that's when the gold really started going up in value. About then, it's because everybody realized, oh shit, my gold. And then it was like, yeah, but you can't really do anything with that yellow shiny metal. And, you know, the government has a history of going in and confiscating it. And it was like, oh, that'll never happen. I was like, you guys realize it's happened a few times, right? Like Roosevelt very, very like publicly did that where he went and confiscated all the fucking gold. Like you have people who had to turn in their heirlooms and and their, their necklaces and their jewelry. Are you doing coke again? God damn it. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then, but then the worst thing is, is people that are buying all this gold, we talked about it last week. Yeah. That you can go ahead and, uh, they know you have the gold. Yeah. So you're buying it from all these fucking vendors and everything else. Yeah. You're not buying it. You're not doing back alley gold trades. 
No. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, between the between and the stock market's gonna crash like a motherfucker because all their money's gonna be worth shit. So yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be grand and wonderful. I mean, I, I I'm thinking with I'm thinking I I normally am the person that's like, yeah, you know what? She's gonna hit the fan, whatever it is, eventually. But I think now actually we're we're probably looking at maybe a month before it gets really, really, really bad. Well, I'm hoping that it it, it it's after we move in. All right. right. So <laughs> Let them put my fucking house up there on the concrete pad first. All right. Hey, Alina, that's enough. Sorry. It's like a puppy. And um, she does this. She's been doing this thing where she, she watches the stupid YouTube videos of these like babies. And then she makes the noise the babies make. It's like super, super crazy. Annoying. Interesting. <laughs> what are you doing, kid? Is that mommy long legs? Mommy long legs is creepy as shit. If anybody out there who has kids who has seen the mommy long legs, they're creepy as hell. What? The, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. It's a new thing that kids like absolutely love. It's like a stick figure, a pink okay. stick figure. It's called mommy long legs, and so it's creepy. The videos are creepy. The stuffed animals creepy. The whole thing's fucking creepy, but kids love it. And she's got this big stuffed mommy long legs, and it's creepy. It gives me nightmares. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, like the economic the economic shit show that's coming down. Um, and people have asked, like, hey, what's the best way that I could like kind of like mitigate that? And I was like, learn skills, skills, like how yeah, we're, we're always we always tell people that they need to have skills. Something yeah. you can trade, man. If you can, so you know, you're you're gonna very quickly run out of trading mushrooms to people. So, but if you can, if you can, if you know how to do other stuff, yeah. Trade, trade skills, like uh, just any vegetables, gardening, construction, yeah, welding. <laughs> you know, all those, yeah. all the trade skills, all the, all the things that people got paid to learn instead of going to school for seven yeah. years to own all to own absolutely nothing. It's going to be super hard to to trade your skills as an underwater basket weaver, right? Uh, you know, for food, yeah. or like one of those, or, our, uh, as your, or your art, or your um, what is it called? Liberal arts, degree. liberal arts. That's what it is. Yeah. Hey, and my 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 masters of interpretive dance. You mean stripper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pole, pole, my pole dancing fucking bachelors. Yeah, it's but. gonna be really hard to turn that into anything that's gonna be financially, you know, like that's gonna feed your family. But definitely learn a skill. And and try to work on building a community now, because once everybody's super suspicious of each other, it's going to be really hard to build a community. It's much easier to build your community right now and have a trade that you can oh, get with your yeah, neighbors. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is fucking be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, do we have we're like minded, right? We both want to yeah. survive the apocalypse that's happening, right? Yeah, yeah, come on, sit in here. Here's all my food. Look at." We're, we're gonna be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You you want you wanna have friends. You wanna you wanna find your survival buddy now when right. things are good than uh later when things are sketchy. Yeah. Don't trust anyone. No one. Stranger danger. 
Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Maybe we should give Micro cat like he says he can't get back. He in. can't get back. We should. Right we should yeah. give him another go later. Yeah, that's fine. But no, we can do it later on this afternoon. Well, he's got no. He's got shit going on this afternoon. So, uh, like he had last week, but and uh, Penelius just canceled. What'd you do to him? Our first cancellation. He's got the flu. Oh no, he's got the the nose herpes. Yeah, he's got the flu. So, what you gonna do? Nose herpes. That needs to be a sound bite. He's got nose herpes. <laughs> Gotta love kids. <laughs> They're so great. <laughs> she says it's so cute. Yeah, they will. They always find the words that you don't want them to repeat. That those oh, right? are the ones like, that stick in their head. You'll be like two, four, six, eight. Fuck. They'll be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait till I get that call. You know, and, and, and the kid, and, and she's trying to measure. Tied with yes. you know, <laughs> FPMs. <laughs> it's like how tall? How tall are you? She's like, I am four <laughs> RJUs. It's like, what's that? <laughs> standardized, standardized unit of measurement from FAFO. Yeah, she's like, it's a standard. It's it's a it's a way to measure things. Like Daddy's podcast. They'll be like, oh shit! Here we go. Time to fend off the fucking teachers again. Well, hopefully by then, you know, we're just living in a cave somewhere and uh, like teaching her like with stick fighting and, and, and swords and shit. Nice. So that sounds like fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, man, uh, other than that, I mean, just farm stuff, been seriously staring at tractors really, really hard. Like just. I think I would have. I think I would have bought I one. I fucking the fuck out of them. Oh yeah, but, we're gonna buy a tractor, but I think I'm gonna probably get away from being on the ambulance all the time and right. start just doing like a bunch of Te- uh, tractor stuff and teaching. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just this last couple of shifts have been just nightmares, man. It's been you know we had like I had four hours of downtime in three days, Damn. and. Uh, it coming back off of it, and you're just hurting. Just everything hurts. Knees hurt, elbows hurt, hands hurt. And uh, it's not just me. Like my niece actually works with me because I've been teaching her how to be a good paramedic. And uh, so she goes to take her test to be to get her medic. So she's been like my uh, kind of like shadow for the last couple months, and she's uh. Um, she's like, holy shit. Like, she's a young kid, you know, in her early 20s, and she's it's kicking her ass too. So, I know it's like me is you know, older. I know it's not just because I'm older, it's kicking my ass. <laughs> right. It's uh, right now in, in, in the emergency medical world, everything's kind of going to shit, and you're gonna, you're really on the verge of the collapse of the emergency medical system. And I well, would talk about because this you can't nobody can be trusted. You guys have medicine and skills, and if the shit does at the fan, 
you guys are going to be very important in the beginning, but then you're going to be very fucking not safe at yeah. the same time. You know, it's like, well, no, you are just looking at the collapse of the system because of the lack of people. People, Dad, this put, for you. I see, and it's this is my this is currently my favorite Easter egg you've ever made. It has a pencil sharpener inside of it, and it's really neat. Fancy. She put like six different Easter eggs together and hit a pencil sharpener in the middle of it. Yeah. It is super fancy. Do you want some popcorn? Inside the big egg, inside small egg. Yep. There's a sharp pencil. Yeah. It's your turtuffle egg. <laughs> yeah. I showed her how to sharpen the pencils with a pencil sharpener. Right. Probably a freaking mistake because now they're shaving. Now she got but, sharp, sharp, well, sharp pencils and shavings all over the place. Well, it's fine because she breaks the pencils regularly, right? Because she's, she's still kind of like a little bit, she's still got that weird baby strength. Where they sometimes just like they're riding all cool, and sudden times are just like suddenly like full strength for no reason, you know. Uh, so delicately riding, and all of a sudden like like the muscle just goes to like a hundred. So uh, so she breaks the tips off the of pencils all the time. So I should have used a pencil sharpener, but now there's like pencil shavings everywhere. Hey. No, ma'am, you need to, you can sharpen that by yourself. You're doing a great job. And, uh, but yeah, no, you're just gonna see it. You're gonna see a collapse in emergency medicine. You're seeing a collapse in emergency medicine in the emergency rooms as well, where they're just overwhelmed, um, and understaffed. A lot of people quit during the big COVID pushes and, uh, the massive restructuring and understaffing that's been going on is that everybody's just quitting. And, uh, it's going to get to the point where either the, the state or the government's going to have to step in and take over, or um, it's they're just going to – you're going to call 911 and no one's going to show up. Yeah. Um, and just from 20 years ago when I, when I started uh, to now, the amount of – the time it takes to respond to a call has been – instead of shortening as you figure it would be short – it would get shorter over time. It's been getting longer and longer. Part of that is population's been growing, but the population has been growing faster than the staffing. Nobody wants to do the damn job. It's thankless. Everybody calls you an ambulance driver, um, and you're not. You're, you you went to school for a very long time <laughs> yeah. to get that job. And uh, save your life, and they'll, they'll rather sue you for breaking their stairs and saving their... It's super hard to sue an uh, EMS and get away with it unless they intentionally did something to intentionally hurt you and you can prove that they were intentionally trying to hurt you. They're, they're covered by so many good Samaritan laws and shit like that. And, like, for example, you call 911 and I, I show up and I break your door down to get to you. I don't have to pay for your door. Uh, no, the company doesn't have to pay for your door. That was just something that happened in the process. It was implied consent to break your door to get to you because you called for us. So, uh, yeah, like that kind of stuff. No, and I have many funny stories of stuff like that. Like, did I tell you the story about the kid who got his foot stuck in the toilet? Uh uh-uh. Oh, so here's a funny story about that. Is it? We had this lady, and this is like the third time this kid they she'd called us, but this kid. 
this like two year old little boy and he's washing his feet in the toilet, right? Right. And the first time she called us, she called us because she was afraid he was going to get sick. We're like, probably not. You know, like your toilet looks clean. I don't know how clean your toilet is. But um, then uh, there was uh, this what the next time she called us, she called us because like he had gotten something stuck in the toilet. We're like, hey, we're not plumbers. Like, you know, it's his foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And so we just like we showed up. We're like, kid's fine. You know, nothing, you know, body parts are stuck in the toilet. I'm not going to go and get his little toy out of the toilet. I'm not a plumber. The third time she calls us is because the little kid had put his foot in the toilet and stood up, and his his foot went down the hole, and his heel just kind of fit right perfectly in that little area. It's like right. a little bowl shaped area. Yeah. He just kind of clicked into fucking place. Didn't hurt the kid at all, but his foot was super fucking stuck, like it was not coming out. It turns out, little the if you go around the backside of the bowl of the toilet, right where the where the round part comes to the the stand. And you just tap it with a brass hammer, like right there. The fucking bowl will just almost perfectly split in half. Split in half, yeah, because it's a it's a form. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh, I've seen this, I've done this before. Let me, let me, let me. And so you know, I like uh-huh. walk back up, I go get the hammer, bling, clink, and then I just pick the pieces up because they're sharp on the ends, right? And I made sure right. the baby, they put a towel around the little baby's foot so there's no little shards of. You know, the, the, the ceramic or anything, get down there. And then just tap, bleep, cams right apart, put him in the bathtub. Lady looked at us with, like, total fucking horror on her face. She said, like, oh, you're going to have to buy me a toilet. That's not how this works. Uh, I just you know. saved your son's foot. <laughs> yeah. Mazel tov. It's a foot. <laughs> <laughs> never called us again. Got some hate now, but never yeah. called us again. But uh, yeah, you know, so like you know, stuff like that. Uh, we've we've gone to houses before, and uh, you, know, you can see grandma down in the freaking like house, right? Like sitting, like she's in the living room, non not moving, knocking on the door and stuff like that. So you kick the freaking door in, and then get nothing but hate from the family, right? And it's like, hey, you guys, like, could have came over here and checked on grandma any time in the last week. And found that she had a broken hip for three days, you know, and it took the meals on wheels people noticing that she hadn't been picking her food up for two days to, 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 to call. But you guys should have called us, ma'am. I don't know your damn number. I don't, nobody knows just random people's numbers. I don't know you from Jesus. We're not going to call you to have you drive all the way across town to come and get some lady who's potentially having a heart attack and dying. To come and open the door with the key, we're just gonna Spartan kick the door in and go in there and see him. Mm-hmm. But never... this is EMT. Yeah, medics. <laughs> but uh, it's quite satisfying. You get to, there's more argument over who's gonna kick the door in than anything else. Because it's <laughs> like, you know, it's like, hey, has the newbie kicked the door in yet? No. I bet you they can't get it in one kick, but. uh yeah, you got to knock on the doors a few times and knock on the windows and ring the doorbells a bunch of times because you definitely want to make sure that there's no dogs in there because uh, kicking a door in, nothing gets a dog riled up like kicking a door in. Right. <laughs> That's my bet. Yeah. 
one of the scariest fucking times we've ever had is uh, we get a call and uh, for a unknown problem man down. And we show up and we're like, you know, looking around. Nobody's there. Trying the doorknob. Door's open, right? Like the door was unlocked. So we're like, all right, EMS, paramedics, blah, 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 walking inside. And walk around the corner, you can see a foot, right? And we're like, ah, oh, dude's down. So, you know, walk around the corner. We got our bags and stuff with us. And the dude is down, but standing over the top of him is a fucking Rottweiler. Oh. He had a fucking Rottie. And da- the dude has been down. He died. He was dead, right? He was very obviously fucking dead for a couple of days. Uh, the people turned purple. And the dog so is, very- Was the dog eating him? No. Oh, it was protecting daddy. Yeah. Doggy was doggy was probably sitting on the sofa or something. Then he heard us coming up and went to go take a protective stance across the dead owner's body. And as soon as we turned that corner to go, he was totally fucking silent. Not a single bark, nothing. Not a scratching toenail on the ground, nothing. And then as soon as we turned that freaking corner, he's like, Brr. we're uh-huh. like, oh, shit. And then it was just a battle to get back out of that fucking house. Like, you know, he's just chewing up our bags. And we're trying to fight him off without hurting him because we're like, he's a good dog. You know? Right. He's like, you know, and, uh, just, just, I mean, none of us got bit, but he, we lost a lot of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we just got like the a shit lion tamer. Oh, yeah. Just got, you know, like, you're holding the, the medical bag up there, and he's just, just shredding it. But the, no, making weird noises. Go get your, go over there. Go over there. Look, you can go get your tablet. Go get your tablet. Hey, Tina, don't be upset. Hey, beast. Beastie. Beastling. Here, phone. <laughs> Come here. You can have this. But, uh, this yeah. is an acceptable. This is acceptable for your punishment. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to punish her. No, she, just, she was punishing you. She was. Oh she was like, yeah. This will be an acceptable gift for your punishment. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, so, kind of recap about the crap we talked about in this episode. Uh, Michael Genetics has a buzz of launching his new stuff. He's got the Michael underscore Genetics underscore official. Uh, is his Instagram? His uh, his website is Microcat Genetics. It's Genetics is with a T I X at the end dot com. And uh, we're gonna we're, we'll call this episode the Microcat Genetics episode question mark. And yeah. then, uh, we'll give him uh, we'll give him another shot once we get to a little bit more stable connection. Yeah, I, I told him to go ahead and uh, get us some uh, some good Wi Fi. We'll go ahead. And we'll. We'll do another one, but I told him to go on the fucking computer. The phones is cool, but you know, if you're in a bad that, area with that area like that, yeah, it, it works pretty good for most people. Uh, but yeah, if you're in an area that has like sketchy salary service, you're not going to be fading in and out like crazy and right. stuff like that. We're not going to throw you under the bus and say, like, oh, you had your shot. No, nah, dude, come back on. We're just a bunch of friends, just happy to talk to you all. Yeah, and, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. You guys need to diversify your personal portfolio and that's not that's not your your stocks and bonds that's 
what you have to trade. <laughs> that's your future. That's your future fucking toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Whether maybe you got maybe you can make toilet paper, man, dude. If somebody can fucking make toilet paper, like good, decent toilet paper, you you're gonna be very well off in uh, in twenty twenty four. Right. That's a brilliant idea. Remember, remember when all the toilet, all the shelves were empty of toilet paper during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine now when do you know it's not going to end for a long time, for years and years. I'm Those... thinking. Let me think. Let's just talk through how to make this toilet. Paper. Yeah. So if you took a bunch of, if you took a bunch of be... wood chips, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to make a pole. That to be a pole. Yeah, but I think I would probably. I would soak the shit out of them. I'd boil them and soak them, and and lie like ashes, like like ash lie ashes. We're gonna and have that, to re, we're out. I don't want people to on our toilet paper. But that would break them. down the fibers, right? That right. would break yeah. down the fibers, and then uh, I would bring that back to neutral with an acid, whether it's vinegar or something like that. So just bring it back to a neutral pH, then rinse the living shit out of it. Uh, so you're not just burning people's assholes with lye or fucking acid, right? And then, uh, then rinse the crap out of it, and then I would probably, you, I don't know how you'd press it thin. I mean, it I, I don't think you would press it thin. I think you could make you. You know how they used to make the paper with the pulp with the screens, where they put them down, they lift it up, down and up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you would have one big huge sheet, but you would make, then you'd layer the sheets, and then you would cut the whole sheet. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea, right? I yeah. think uh, I think we're in. We got to, we've got our toilet paper, and then we can, uh, and so, they can take an aloe kind of an aloe uh, alcohol fucking squirty mix we have to invent. <laughs> so there's aloe yeah. on, the, on the, the aloe toilet touch. Paper. Yeah, yes. aloe, we'll just aloe touch toilet. It'll be so, ATP. And <laughs> yeah, this will be this is what this is what we're gonna do. This. Alcohol and a Bardello is what right. we're going to just, we're just going to have the toilet paper where, where you stop to get, uh, you know, your, your minor medicine and yeah. your cuts and bruises and stitches. And I'll pull out your teeth. Yeah. And, uh, and drink your whiskey and beer and eat some mushrooms. We're just going to have we're, and a toilet paper and that, just a general store. Yeah. That That's what we're going to do. Shit at the fed. Yeah. That's where well, I think. That's it. We're set. That's it. Yeah. Good. And we're going to have all the food. We'll have a huge orchard and all the food and everything. So yeah. we'll be able to sell, like, you know, apples and all sorts of squashes. Homeless people. And, yeah. Homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Oh, did you I, see what happened? Yeah. Excuse me, but oh. uh, did you see what happened with the beef industry? It is the, the lowest... It's the lowest number of beef cattle in America in 60 years because the feed prices have gone. The feed are so, so high they, they butchered all the cattle. They butchered all the cattle, and there. But not only that, but they butchered a lot of uh, the breeders too. So they're looking right this second. If the feed prices went back to normal, all the droughts ended and everything, you're looking at five year ramp up period. Before they could get back to where beef was like going to be readily available, and yeah. right now what you're eating in the store is the beef that was processed last year. So come like this fall, you're going to look at beef prices going up two hundred to three hundred percent. 
So what you're looking at, what what is it like six bucks a pound for burger right now? Yeah. You're probably looking at you know eighteen 20. to twenty four dollars yeah. a pound uh, this fall. So uh, yeah, I think Knock we're just up. gonna nah. We'll just butcher a couple of cows. Is it me and you, me and close friends? We'll be good. Like <laughs> this one, idea you had to come buy the piece of property next to mine. Yeah, then you have you have beef. Nice. I want I want I want cows. I want cows. I want to ride them. Do people used to do that? The oxen? Yeah. They use them for farm equipment. Yeah. So I was looking up and I don't um there was actually breeds of oxen. Like oxen is an actual breed, but it's a type right. of very large cow. But uh it was like I was looking. I was like, "Well, what what makes an ox an ox?" And uh, it's because it's like a steer that's specially trained to to be chill and do work. And I was like, "Huh, that's pretty cool." I mean, well, they're pretty stupid, but uh, like I've seen cows do some amazingly stupid shit, man. Like, like yeah, they can go upstairs, they but they don't want to go downstairs. Oh, <laughs> dude, did you see that? There's a viral video running around of this fucking cow that got up on the roof of a feedlot. What? You see that one? No. I yeah. don't... <laughs> well, cows can, cows can be very athletic. And it got scared. It got startled. And so it jumped. They were unloading it, right, into the feedlot. And so it jumped, and it managed to get its feet up on top of the trailer. And then it pulled itself up on top of the fucking trailer, and it jumped from the trailer onto the roof. And Jesus. so... Now you have a fucking cow 50 feet in the goddamn air running back and forth on a fucking roof. They're like, how are you going to get this freaking thousand pound animal off your fucking Dude, roof? the only way you can do that is fucking trank them and get, hope and get a crane around it. I'm right? saying at that point, you've got, it's a feedlot. There's several hundred or several thousand cows. Just shoot that bitch. Yeah. Let it slide off the fucking roof and eat that one. Because oh, yeah. that one's that one's name is barbecue on t- Thursday's barbecue, yeah. right? Like, just just call it a day, like because the shit show of what it's doing up there, stomping all the holes in the fucking roof. Dude, <laughs> it's yeah, doing yeah. more damn, the cost, damage. Yeah, the cost of them, you're gonna fix the roof is what you're. Yeah, because yeah. it's like it's very obviously deforming the fucking roof as it's walking through it. Because it's just a yeah. metal roof. It's uh, it's deforming the shit out of it, popping the screws. They're gonna have to replace everything it's walking on. But it's like, how the freaking hell? But no, cows are really, really stupid. I've seen them do really stupid things. One my another one of those same fucking pump jack that killed the stupid uh, uh, the the donkey from the earlier story. This cow went up there and was just like, we're like, what's that cow doing? Because cows like to chew on plastic, and right. nobody's really fucking sure why. They just, I don't know. It's like bubble gum to them. So stupid bastards will sit there and chew on like electrical wires and things like that because it's like gummy. The cow sitting there and chewing on electrical wires coming out of the bottom of the uh, the control box. So this is like like twelve eighty or some shit like that, right? It's right. it's it's twelve twenty or twelve ten. It's like one thousand two hundred and some odd fucking volts instead of like the the one ten that's in your house, right? And it was amazing. It was like you could have seen the insides of the cow for like like a half a second. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it 
they cooked the cow in like one quarter of a second. It was like brighter than the sun. And then uh, that was it. Like, my cow. There's, I've seen them do some really stupid things. But I've seen them like, I've had cows that were like pets. They would, you know, come when you call them and, you know, like to be scratched and probably were entirely trainable. I just don't know how to train them. Well, there there are nothing but food and sex, motivational. That, that's the only way you can motivate them. So it's like clicker training, but with like a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you only have one. You only have a couple bulls. But yeah, yeah. So you're like you know. sit. Okay, well yeah. it's time to jack off the cow again because it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, there you go. the guys, gals, and. That is a that's that's a tradable skill. <laughs> Dude, veterinarians are gonna be so well set. Oh, oh man. Well, no, well, at the same time, vets are it's gonna be the same thing because the medicines aren't gonna be there anymore. So, you know. Oh, it's old country vets that just like delivering cattle and know how to do different things like that, they're gonna be fucking set. Like yeah, you might you, the medicine might not be there, but they, there's still way you know some still needs to have help birth a cow or stupid shit like that. There's still hoof trimmings and things like that need to happen. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean you know you might just have to you know shoot a few more things in the head, but uh, <laughs> you know it's yeah. uh, there's still a lot that could happen that you, they could it's useful. The veterinarians, I mean. Wouldn't be bad as a veterinarian because you that see the difference between humans and veterinarians is it's easier to become a human doctor than it is to become a veterinarian. Yeah, humans you have a doctor, you get to be a human doctor, and then you got to go to vet school for each kind of animal. Yeah, and uh, that, that I try to tell people this is like veterinarians are way higher trained because you got a you've got a human doctor learns one fucking one creature, a human. And veterinarians, they if they specialize in like large animal medicine, well now they have to learn horses and, and, and cattle and all these other different animals, yeah. and they're all fucking completely different systems. Like they're totally different. They're not anywhere near close. Uh, like cows' stomachs are completely different than horses, and are completely different than you know your, your donkeys and your ponies and everything else. Their their, their systems are different, different size, different shapes work different, they have different dietary requirements, different, like, what's super toxic to a horse is completely fine for a cow, and vice versa. Like, uh, as a general rule of thumb, if you can use it on a human, you can use it on a pig. If you can use it on a pig, you can use it on a human. And as a general rule of thumb, it also goes for dogs, for some reason, because we've lived with dogs for so fucking long. If you can use it on a human, you can use it on a dog. If you use it on a dog, you can use it on a human. Cats are a totally different fucking thing. You can accidentally kill a cat with just damn near anything. Like pyrethrum. Microwave, a rock. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like pyrethrum, for example. Like so like say zombie apocalypse and you've got a flea infestation or something like that. You can grow a bunch of cheap, cute little chrysanthemums. The little but like the little daisy looking chrysanthemums. They grow like fucking wildfire everywhere, right? Those are pyrethrum. They're, they're chrysanthemum pyrethrum. And that's what they get uh, the pyrethrum for to, uh, you know, make your anti-flea and tick shampoo, your, 
your the spray that they use they put on clothing to get rid of ticks and fleas and humans as well it's neurotoxic it's uh, it's the only organic insecticide as well but uh you can use that make a tea out of it and use it straight on your dog and it's going to kill everything on them um you can use it on your horses you can use it on your cows but you get even a drop of it on your fucking cat and your cat's dead Damn. so uh yeah it's super toxic you can drink it humans can drink it drink your xanthan tea all the fucking time for internal parasites uh but uh you get you get a little bit of that in your fucking cat or you play with it and touch your cat your cat's dead uh so like vets have to learn so many crazy systems and so things are so different that be that's very nice if you have yeah if you have a veterinarian friend i'd rather have a veterinarian friend in the zombie apocalypse than i'd rather have a uh uh, regular doctor because the doctors they rely on everybody up the chain right they rely on their 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 paramedics to first diagnose and figure out what's going on in the field and then to give them the history and everything yeah, that's going you, on you ever notice that the doctors you only see them for 30 seconds because they've let everyone yeah. else do the fucking work and then they they rely on their nurses to actually carry out their orders and everything they don't do it themselves Whereas a veterinarian, they're balls deep in every fucking thing that they do. And uh, they're the ones, you know, they don't, you don't, the veterinarians don't refer somebody to surgery. They do the fucking surgery themselves in the goddamn field. So if you, if I was, if I had to pick somebody to be on my team, shit at the fan, it's going to be mostly paramedics and uh, veterinarians. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then people that fight fucking bears off of their goddamn front porches of hockey sticks. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Hey, fucking paramedics need friends too with hockey sticks. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. It's great talking to you. Sorry we didn't get so much uh, Michael Cat uh, going in this episode. We're going to give him another shot when he gets to a little bit more of a stable place. It was still fun to chat with you guys. Uh, I think we covered quite a bit of good stuff, actually. Um, we always do. We always cover good, good. Yeah, shit. I mean, we <laughs> talked. We talked a lot about a lot about of uh, our uh, gourmet growing, which we haven't really covered a lot of recently. So we talked about you know, like getting your gourmets. A little bit about business with gourmets. Um, we uh, talked about uh, the coming collapse and uh, cows on roofs. Yeah, we're not finan- We're not financial. Uh... Advisors, but yeah, run, Forrest, run. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a drill. The sky is literally falling. (laughs) Just like the price of the dollar. I'm not saying to draw all your money out of the bank before the bank goes on a bank run, but I'm just saying probably draw some of your money out of the bank. Before the thing goes out of Because it's going to take us a while to make toilet paper. We're not going to have it right away. So you're going to want to have some on hand. Yeah. Yeah, wait until they start doing bank holidays. Holy shit. Like, they've done that many times in the past. Which sounds like a party, right? Yeah, it's a holiday. No, that just means you can't use your bank. That means you can't use your debit card, your credit card. You can't shop. You can't draw money out of the ATM. Nothing on they, those days. But, but they can make their interest on your money. Yep. 
It's the government. It's like uh, like backfiring engine of the government. It's like it just doesn't work. So <laughs> you don't get to eat. Yeah, but, bastards. Uh, yeah. So let's try to say something positive. Uh, go ahead, Deadpool. Oh, I don't know. How about just stay positive and good things will happen eventually. I mean, probably not today or tomorrow, but maybe someday. <laughs> maybe in five or ten years, once we get yeah. back on track. Yeah, maybe in five. Yeah, maybe in five years when the collapse is over and uh, we're working our way back up. You've eaten my my faffles. <laughs> you know, it'll be great. It'll be great, great, and wonderful. <laughs> It'll be fun. Maybe the aliens will swoop in and save us all. Uh, so the positive only, the thing, only way it's going to happen. Positive thing, uh, Michael Cat, go ahead. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets, crickets. Yeah. Crickets, okay. crickets. <laughs> crickets. Great, man. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, some positive from me is that even though things kind of look like they're going to go to shit here re- uh, soon, they are. Spend some time yeah. with you. Spend some time. Get to know your community. Get to know your family. Figure out your strengths and weaknesses. Take this time to organize and um, listen to some of your grandmas and grandpas. See what they have, what they did during the Great Depression or the last depression when they were storing food and uh, making different things. Pick up some books and pick up some cookbooks. Um, those are really, really good things, especially older cookbooks. Uh, some of those older, like first, I'd say the 80s uh, era, like uh, Betty Crocker cookbooks had a lot of food pres- preservation in them and a lot of like cooking with much simpler ingredients than they got nowadays. What a coincidence. Mo- Jars that we use for my college, you can use for other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's an episode you- right there. There we go. Yeah, if you could if you could operate your pressure cooker, you can can the shit out of food and have it last forever. So there you go. You're right there. You're already a canner. You can preserve food. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. As always, if you'd like to support the show, uh send us some money to our Venmo. It's gonna be at Fafo Colt. Uh, if you're going to send us some money by uh, Cash App, it would be the dollar sign Fafo Colt. Any money sent to us will be used for pure debauchery, our uh, attempts at making toilet paper. Um, I don't know. Probably need to put a down payment on our Bardello space so that uh, we can. Those poles, the poles for those fucking strippers are fucking expensive. They're not cheap. Right? Strippers don't come with their own poles. They 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 request that you provide them, and it yeah. seems kind of unreasonable. Yeah, like you have to provide everything for them. Jesus, they're needy. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> if you'd like to get uh, any sort of uh, substrate grade spawn stuff like that, uh, that also supports the show and supports the people that are on this show all the time, our great uh, co-host over there, Deadpool, has oh, all no. of that for you using our super secret badass ultra cool kid recipes. Uh, you can get a hold of him on the Discord. The Discord is going to be the Fat Folk Folk Cult Discord, which will be in the show notes. Included in the show notes will be an invite to our Discord. Uh, you go ahead and click that, uh, and it'll take you right over there. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, moans, gripes, you can get a hold of us at uh, faffocult at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
Uh, Mako Cat's stuff will be included in the show notes below. And once again, we're going to give him another shot and try to hook up with him because he seems like a really interesting guy. He's got a lot of fun stuff to say. It's just, just had a shitty phone. <laughs> exper- he had some technical difficulties with some connection issues this time around. Uh, but uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Later, guys.